Yeah, I think it just drops in like Skype anyway into the chat. See, yeah, it says you're recording, so we shall go. I've got Nathan's. Um, yeah, there. we'll give him a shout out. I'll read that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Right, you ready? everyone and welcome back to three guys talk football we are on to game week eight i believe yes already um just before an international break which obviously gets everyone excited they are just the best and completely necessary in the middle of a pandemic especially in those friendlies that offer so much um but before then we do have some premier league football to get our teeth into which is good because yeah we need a nice dose before the boredom strikes. Um, this week, I'm joined by Chris. Hello, Chris. Hello. And I'm George. Sadly, we're not joined by Nathan. So once again, it's two guys talk football today. But we will be reading out Nathan's predictions for this week. And um, and we'll give you an update on the scores at the end of our predictions as they stand. So we'll get straight into it. Um, Friday night, I think, has two games. And... One would assume games that have quite a bit um, of an influence on the bottom of the table come the end of the season. Starting off with Brighton-Burnley, um, I feel like one of these teams has definitely started better than the other, but neither. I think both of them are kind of below the expectations so far. What do you think? Yeah, I'd, I'd agree with that. I mean, I feel bad for Burnley. <laughs> Poor Burnley, bless them. They've not had... The best start. I mean, have they have they even recorded a win yet? I don't know. Have they? No, one point I think so far. Oh, I mean, you say you've, I can't feel bad for Burnley as a club because they're quite obviously run by by a group that think that they can uh, just solely rely on the the managerial talent of Sean Dyche. I mean, they've they've been running it pretty close for a while now, and the latest window's just been I think a step too far. There's only so much he can do, even with his experience and and uh, know how, but. Yeah, so I think it, you know you have to have seen it coming, um, but for me, yeah, not not feeling too too sorry for them, but definitely expecting them to lose again. Yeah, um, I just think their morale's so low. They didn't really put up much of a fight against Chelsea last weekend, um, and I think Brighton with their their attacking talent and their skill will just be a bit too much for them to handle. I'm going two 0 I'm going with one purely because. You've got the weird fighting off the pitch with Neil Mope that's going on. Mm. That just seems a bit strange. Um, I don't know. Brighton aren't really firing without him. And I don't know whether he's going to be included in the squad or not. I don't think they've made that terribly clear. Um, but like you said, I, I, it'll be too much for Burnley regardless, I think. Because I, I don't see where their points are coming from. They really need to play, play Sheffield United. That's what they need to do. Yeah, but then, you know... Burnley Sheffield United screams a draw to me at the moment and that doesn't really work for either of them so yeah I completely agree with you I think for me they're probably waiting for Fulham to be honest a team that's a bit more naive 
Um, yeah, maybe. A bit more attacking. Because I think Sheffield United Burnley is just the most nil nilliest game. Yeah, well, yeah, um, and then the second game. Oh, sorry. What's Nathan's actually? I forgot. Nathan. Oh, yeah. Uh, Nathan has gone. Drum roll, please. For A, while I get the document up. Nil nil. Nil nil. Yeah, he's gone nil nil. Which is understandable. I still think Brighton are a bit too attack minded for a nil nil in this one. Um, Do you know what I've just realised? Go. If Brighton win and United fail to win against Everton, which I reckon they will, uh, United will go into 16th. Yeah, it's not looking great for them. Um, really ev- everyone in three guys talk football. It's truly gutted about that. I can tell you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, moving on to the second game on Friday night, Southampton-Newcastle. I think this, this will be one that has goals, um, but as we were mentioning before we started recording, the loss of Danny Ings for four to six weeks is going to be massive for Southampton and really takes away such a massive chunk of their goals. It both, really, really does. Both the goals he scores and assists as well. And also as well, like the players he takes away. Because, like, for example, like if you watch when he's playing, the amount of times he drops deep or goes wide because of how Southampton like to play their two strikers, they'll go wide and then the wingers will come in. It's very strange to watch, but it works. Mm-hmm. But, like, the amount of time centre-halves go to him and with his movement off the ball, I don't think necessarily Shane Long's going to offer that. Yeah, Shane Long's one of those. He's he's all about getting in behind, scoring, trying to score goals. I don't think he's scoring. necessarily the most... Yeah, trying to score. Um, yeah, I don't think he's got the, the same level of intelligence as Ings. So it'd be an, no. interesting to see. Would you put Walcott up front? Switch, put Redmond, Redmond and um, the other... Like Armstrong on the on the wings, and then have because Walcott always wanted to be a striker at Arsenal, didn't he? Really, and he played at a striker for Everton for a little bit before they banged him back out on the wing. And um, the way Southampton play that, like they like the strikers to go wide is all I'm thinking. Maybe maybe have Walcott there instead of Shane Long. I'd say yes, but only if he's up top with Shea Adams. Mm. I think he needs that. You need that target man up there if you're going to have Walcott yeah. because again, he's not got the same level of intelligence with his runs. I don't think as as Ings, so I think you'd have to have that that kind of route one if needs be um, yeah. there. But yeah, for me, even with Ings gone, I'm going to go Southampton two, Newcastle two. I think it'll be quite an, an, an exciting game, weirdly, which is not something I've said about Newcastle recently. But with their attacking talent at the moment, just um, the beautiful just seems to be working Max. exactly. That's all Wilson. you need. And yeah, Callum Wilson's just been a master stroke of a signing. Yeah, so I mean, he's got bagged almost as many goals already for Newcastle as he did for Bournemouth the entire of last season. Yeah, and I think that goes to show you how poor Bournemouth were. I know a lot of the spotlight was on Wilson and how he didn't reach the same heights as before. But um, yeah, I think at Newcastle, he's got a manager that believes in him. And um, I think that's so important. And he's, he seems to be enjoying that system. So yeah, I'm going for I'm going for two, two all in this one. Yeah. And I just noticed that Nathan's gone two 0 Newcastle, so that was quite yeah. a surprise. But I think he's I think he's assuming that the Danny Ings in fact where are the goals gonna come from. But as evidenced at Villa Park, James Will Press can score a hell of a free kick. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And you've gone? I've gone two one. Because I do think Southampton will score. Mm-hmm. So you've gone two one Newcastle. Yeah, I'm going two one Newcastle because I think the pace of Wilson and um, St. Maximan against what is definitely like a they're definitely a slow centre-half pair in the Southampton back back two 
bless them. They're not, and like Carl Walker Peters likes to push up a lot, so I think they will get caught with St. Maximan on that left hand side. So I reckon, I reckon it'll be a two-one smash grab. But then you never know which Newcastle side turns up. If they actually turn up, it'll be two-one. But if they don't, it'll, Southampton can run riot and score loads. So who who can say really? Who can say? Well, hopefully we can. That's that's why we're here. You know. <laughs> uh, I also apologise if you hear fireworks in the background for some reason. Um, this early on in the evening, five o'clock is early enough apparently. I'm not salty, but yeah, I'm going to try and I'm going to try and mute myself when I'm not talking. I did wonder what that was. Yeah, I could sense the apprehension in your voice. You worried if I was in trouble. I'm all yeah, right. I was, I was scared. For now, it's just fireworks. I, would... I thought you'd been attacked by a printing press. Yeah, that would be better than fireworks. Anyway, <laughs> um, going into Saturday, one of the biggest games of the weekend, um, but also one of the most strange games of the weekend, Everton United. This is one of those, it would have been big for completely different reasons in the past. Now, like you say, it's really about whether Everton can pile on more misery on United and in a way bounce back from a bit of a stumble that they've had recently. Obviously, they started off incredibly well. I don't think anyone really thought they were going to manage it the whole season, but some of the results they've had have been surprising. They would have even been surprising last uh, season. But I think they'll bounce back in this one. I'm, I'm going 2-0 Everton. Um, a lot of it depends on whether Hammers is back, of course. But I just think the dynamism in Everton's midfield compared to the just cluelessness, really, in United's midfield at the moment, that's going to be the the key. And I just think Alan and Decore are just going to dominate that midfield battle. But, yeah, they're just going to boss. Whichever combination of Pogba, Van der Beek, Fred, McTominay or um, Fernandez Matic. is. Yeah. Matic. Like, it, all of them look uninspiring. That's the really worrying thing for Man United. Any midfield combination of the six that you put like you put together, be it a two, be it a three, be it like a, a two and a three, all they all look uninspiring and boring. And like they're going to get swamped in every single game. Yeah, I completely agree. And and to be honest, personally, obviously, you know, as a Chelsea fan, I have a soft spot for him. But how Juan Mata is, has been kind of neglected at United since he joined and always played out of position. I, I don't get it personally. I know Fernandez is, is quality on his day. But whenever I watch Mata, he just he looks a level above in terms of his intelligence and his passing. And um, yeah, it just feel, it feels weird to me that he's either stuck out on the right wing or just kind of sidelined altogether when you've got the rest of the midfield, like you say, that just don't seem to work together and don't offer that same creativity. I don't get, I don't get why they signed Van der Beek or Van, Van der Beek or however you say his name. I don't, I don't get it. Yeah, kind of like Cavani, it, it screams of panic buy, doesn't it? Yeah, it they're just, like we need someone. It's just weird. Like that's not where their issues are. The defense is where their issues are, and it's being revealed time and time and time again <laughs> this year. That especially like since Harry Maguire's confidence is just gone. Because bless his heart, he was actually trying to be a, like a one-man defence at one point last year. And he was kind of succeeding. But since the whole Mykonos thing, it's just not worked out for him. And I don't know. It, why they didn't sign a new left-back when Luke Shaw is their first choice baffled me. Why they didn't sign another centre-half or play Axel Twinzabi baffles me. They've got Dean Henderson, who arguably plays better than David De Gea, because David De Gea is behind Kepper as the first choice Spain keeper at the moment, which is just a, a a wonderful fact. And yet he plays for United. It's just, 
I don't know. There's there's so much going wrong at that club, and I don't understand why. It's not just Oli. I mean, Nathan's put on here that he reckons it'll be two one Everton, and Oli's going to be sacked if they lose. We've had the whole vote of confidence for Oli thing today, but is that is that is that actually true? Is it a big vote of confidence? Well, as as the pundits always say, you know, if they have to come out and defend you, then there's something going wrong. And uh, yeah, I think you've seen plenty of times that a board, including United's, will come out in defence, and then a couple of weeks later, that manager's out the door. So it's not good. They need to turn it around straight away. But I don't think they will, and I'm guessing you don't either. No, I don't. I've gone. I've gone two 0 I don't think they'll get on the score sheet. I agree with no, you. Me neither. Which is a shame when you've got Rashford in your team, but we move on. <laughs> Weirdly. Probably a, a more exciting game, potentially, Palace leads. Um, depending on how Palace set up, I don't think they're going to set up too attacking, to be honest. Um, they'll set up like they always do. Four, four, yeah, two. which is a bit of a shame because of the attacking talent they've got. I mean, if you if you put Eddie Howe in charge of that team with Eze and Batshuayi and Zaha, it's just ridiculous. But, you know, Roy's a safe pair of hands. But I think he's going to get outmaneuvered this weekend to be honest by Bielsa I think the goal scoring threat that Leeds have managed to put together I, I still don't think they're you know the the level that a lot of the media are making out no it doesn't there but they are definitely a threat and they are tactically very good and I think I'm going for 3-1 Leeds on this one um I think like you say Palace will set up very defensively they'll try to be solid but I think they're gonna. They, it'll backfire on them because I think with their attacking players, they could do Leeds a lot of damage. But I just don't think they're going to. I think think they'll probably score at some point. But I just think Leeds are going to overrun them personally. I I don't know. I don't know why I don't think they're going to score. But something in me just says that they're not going to. Who's they? Palace. Palace. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I could see him batch white gone. I think he's going to slowly get into it. I think Leeds will more the rest of this place, but at some point I don't mm. think it'll be soon but I think they're like I know they I know they played the exact same style in the championship with more games and so they they already do have those fitness levels there but just we've seen teams start really well in the Premier League and then fizzle out towards the end I mean how many times did we see Bournemouth do it they'd start really well and then drop off and we you know, you see all you see teams do it all the time. I mean, Villa have already done it, which is a minor miracle in itself. But um, yeah, I, I just think that the way they play and the intensity, they will fizzle out eventually, but not yet. So I, th- I think it'll be I think it'll be three 0 I think they'll just tear them apart. Bamford will do what he it always does, and Harrison will just rip apart the. Who is the right back for Palace these days? Uh, well, Klein's coming back in, isn't he? He played last game, I think, mm. um, which is he's he's good. If he can get back to the levels he was at at Southampton, it would be an incredible signing. But his confidence has got to be shot at the moment. Yeah, and he's not there at that point. And Harrison and the the Leeds left back were just ridiculous against Villa. Like watching yeah. him constantly go down that left hand side and just tear Matty Cash apart, which was really unfortunate because Cash had a really good game, but they were just that good that they just overran him constantly. So unless Palace are planning to, I don't know, I don't know how a Palace team setting up defensively can stop Leeds. The way you've got to stop Leeds is just play them th- at their game and just go for it. Yeah, completely and, agree. And hope for the best. But All right, Chelsea, Sheffield United. Um, I'm always, uh, I'm always 
pessimistic when it comes to Chelsea, but I've tried to be objective here and, and you know, basing it on current form, the fact that Lampard seems to have sorted things out and made Chelsea a much more balanced team. They look like a, a proper polished top four, top six side now. Um, you know, several clean sheets in a row. Edouard Mendy just looks like a master stroke of a signing. Obviously, Thiago Silva as well. He's just a dream at the back. Um, as I was saying, best best defender we've had since Cahill, for sure. And um, probably the most influential player we've had at the back since Terry. He's just incredible. Um, and I think, yeah, with the, I mean, you'd hope that Silva and Zuma would be able to deal with McBurney, uh, especially with the run that he's on. Um, obviously, they, they kind of outclassed us last season, slapped us 3-0. Uh, but I think that was back before Lampard realised how much he had to focus on the defensive side and um, obviously before we made the signings that we did. So I think with the three defensive players coming in, in Chile, Silva and Mendy, um, and the attacking threat that we have, I think, even without Havertz, who has coronavirus, I but hopefully he'll recover soon enough. And by the time the international breaks over, we'll have him back. I still think we'll have the the quality to to outscore them. And I think I'm going to go 2-0 with this one. Um, I'm going to go for a goal for Tammy because he's on a good run of form. He's playing well, which is definitely encouraging. And Werner as well, because he's just, he's, he's finally arrived um, properly now. And those two are really linking up pretty well, which is, which is nice. Yeah, I, I've gone, I've gone three. And Nathan agrees with you at two, but I just think, the same thing that happened against Burnley will happen. Like the first one will go in and they'll just grumble because they're that shot on confidence. Poor Sheffield United. Like they had a, a reasonable start. Like they didn't play badly in games. They were just unlucky. But then since since then you're just looking at them and you're like, where are the wins going to come? Where are the goals going to come from? Importantly, because poor old Ryan, Ryan Brewster, bless him. Yeah, I was about to say they they put all their eggs in the Brewster basket and it's um, it's a strange one because he could definitely be a great player in the long term but they need someone right now and yeah. uh, he doesn't seem to be that guy at the moment well he's only he's only a youngster any bless him like that's what I mean yeah they, they needed to try and spring for someone just get a Glenn Murray in you know someone guaranteed to get your goals he wouldn't have cost much at all well they needed that Callum Wilson as well like would have been a good chance. yeah it would it would but, but well no, I think I think it'll be three because I think, like you say, your attacking quality is just ridiculous. Um, if I had to guess, who would back? Is Pulisic playing at the minute? Regular? No, he's injured again. Is he injured again? Yeah, oh, I, think... I love Pulisic. I know he's just made a glass bless him. He he might be back, but I think it's it's going to be unlikely. I, I think, think ZX is going to back one. It'll be Ziyech, uh Mount, Tammy, and Werner. I imagine again. Yeah, I, th- I think. I think it'll be two of those and Kurt Zuma with a header for Bant. Yeah, just getting his fourth of the season. Yeah. I love that. Kurt Zuma's been ridiculous with headed goals this year already. Yeah, he really has. Which is overdue, really, if we're being honest. I mean, it's where you need to improve on because you were just not capitalising on set pieces last year. No, exactly. And again, that's something that Lampard's clearly focused on, thankfully. We'll move on to West Ham Fulham. Um, again, one that could produce a lot of goals, but one that I don't think will because 
I imagine both teams will be kind of cautious, to be honest, because it's uh, it's one that you can't lose. I know West Ham obviously have a much bigger buffer at the moment, um, but they must be know that they're kind of overperforming at the moment. <laughs> yeah, they are overperforming at the minute. I think they're going to try and get as as many points as they can at the moment before it all goes horribly, horribly wrong. Yeah. Um, but I do think that this will be one where they do get more points. I think they're going to win two one against Fulham. Again, it's kind of the the Burnley Sheffield United story where you're just thinking, uh, you, you, I can't think where that win's going to come from or where the the run of form's going to come from at the moment. I think they'll score. They'll always have an attacking threat when they have players like Lookman in the team, but um, just defensively naive and and like I say, just not really looking like a Premier League side at the moment. Uh, they do look they look like a team that did come up a season too early um, and threw as much money at it as they could. And, yeah, uh, I don't think it's it, too early. it reminds me a lot of Villa last year. We were a team that clearly came up way too early. Um, yeah, I, th- I think I think West Ham are going to win. I, I don't think Fulham are going to score. Um, I just think that it'll be, it'll be 2-0, I reckon. Uh, to West Ham. Nathan's gone 1-0. Yeah, I think at the moment West Ham just have more than one goal in them every game, to be honest. Yeah. Um, and I think they'll continue, like say, against the the kind of naive Fulham defence. Yeah, I, 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 can't, I can't see... I can't see it just being one. Again, I think it's one of those, like, once the first one goes in, they've got a bit more like, right, let's go. Yeah, I agree. West Brom Spurs looks like the drubbing of the weekend, I imagine. Um, yeah. I've gone 4-1 Spurs. To be honest, I'm probably being a bit generous with the one for West Brom. Um, they obviously had a goal threat against Chelsea. But, yeah, they're not free free scoring at the moment. But I do I do think that Spurs' defence is an issue. Obviously, you know, they've had the crumbled against West Ham and they haven't looked the most solid but with that attack of Son and Kane they just I feel like they're just going to rip West Brom apart yeah. um, and I could be I could see it, you know a couple of game, couple of goals for Kane and Son to be honest I, I, I agree with you I think it's going to be four for Spurs but I've gone two for West Brom and I think West Brom will score them early in the most like Spursy way possible that they'll be like two nil down at half time uh, see I think they'll be three nil up half time then concede, get everyone worried, and then finish them off with the fourth. <laughs> to be fair, that is the most Spursy way to win a game. Yeah, Nathan's so got comfortably, and then oh no, not so comfortable. Yeah, Nathan's got pure unadulterated faith in Spurs. Three nil, you know, proper big team energy there. Yeah, yeah. I get why, but I don't know. I, I every time I look at that Spurs defense, I'm like, when are you going to concede? Yeah. Leicester Wolves, I actually weirdly think this will be one of the most boring of the weekend, to be honest. Wolves at the moment, they're not they're they're getting the job done. They're very efficient, but they're not exciting like they were last season. The Domitrori's not quite hit the same heights, I don't think so no, far. No, I know, it's quite sad. And they're missing Jota, as you they would. They are. Um every team would, wouldn't they, really? Um well, you can see why when the amount of uh, goals he's getting for Liverpool at the moment. But... Yeah, for like when he's playing 25 minutes a game. Yeah, exactly. He needs to he needs to play against Man City, but we'll come to that in a sec. Um, I'm going less than one, Wolves one. Like I say, I think it'll be a pretty boring draw. Probably a goal for each team, a goal uh, for one team in the first half and the other team in the other second half. And they'll just kind of battle out and probably settle, to be honest, for a one-all. I think it's a, it'd be a decent result for both teams. Um 
think Jamie Vardy will score and Jamie. Jimenez. The two, the two kind of world class players really in both teams. I don't necessarily um, think Jimenez will score. He's not been, he's not been at it as much. I think Pedro Neto is going to go on instead. See, Jimenez seems to score enough for you guys to stay ahead of me in the fantasy league. So I haven't I'm got quite... Jimenez anymore. I've got. I know, I know. but he was, he was, he was, he was a boy for me. But I've got big Callum. Yeah, I think that's fair. And Nathan's gone for a, a Leicester win, two-one. Which he has. I think if if I had to choose a winner, I think it'd be Leicester. I still think surprisingly, to be honest, with the injuries that they've had and and the kind of crumbling. Yeah. The display that they put in at this second half last season, they're playing like a proper, again, a polished team. And just I just think Brendan Rose is, is, yeah, a great manager. I mean, so he's always a first half of the season kind of manager, he's not a second half come good. I think, yeah, he, he just needs to sort out a plan B um, yeah. a bit quicker. I think he sticks to his principles, which is fair enough. But when the only thing you need is a, a win to qualify for the Champions League, you've got to, you've got to try something else. Yeah. Um, it was so un- so unfortunate. I did feel bad for him. I I have changed my mind. In a, is this in a, allowed? In a, bid, <laughs> in a bid to just be like, because I've just been looking through the thing, and I'm like, we basically just all agree. So I'm going to add a bit of spice, and I'm going to go two one Wolves instead of Leicester. Oh, spicy! I know. Add a bit of love. Maybe we got more. We'll, we'll all get them right now, and then you'll be the one that I messed know, that up. Oh, I imagine. Two phases. We did them all the same, but I said draw. Nathan said Leicester win. That's yeah, some big well, variation there. I'm going to add some spice. Like, <laughs> go for a completely different thing. People's headphones are on fire right now. <laughs> <laughs> the biggest game of the season, probably, you know, the title decider. The two teams are in the title race most solidly, I imagine, in a few months' time. Uh, City, Liverpool. I think City, I don't think they are going to be title winners this season um, but I think they'll they'll be up there top three um, yeah. but in terms of this game I think they're going to get outclassed to be honest with you uh, like I say especially if Jota does play I mean obviously Bobby Firmino we know what he can do especially in big games he is such an important player but Jota's goal scoring form is ridiculous and if you're a, a Man City defender right now you don't want to be playing against him as much as you don't want to be playing against Monty and Salah I'd say he's at that level right now um, you come up against Firmino and you're not you're not scared. You know that he's going to bring plays into the team. But when you're a leaky defence like Man City's, you just don't want to be. Um, yeah, you don't want to be coming up against it. So it depends what formation they play. If they like, if they go the four-two-three-one, which Klopp was trying out last season, put Firmino a little bit deeper in that like flat three behind the striker. Put Salah up top and then Jota where Salah is normally. Then yeah, I'd agree with you. They'd, they'd win, but I I don't think they're going to do that. I think Klopp's going to rely on his four three three that he's tried and tested and and quote unquote works. And I think they'll be disappointed. I think it'll be I think it'll be maybe one one. It's going to be one one. See, I I disagree. I think the four two three one will even way to expose the City's midfield. Uh, I think you need the energy in there of of their kind of midfield three. Um, to really dominate that midfield, and if they do that, then I think they'll they'll take control. But yeah, I'm not far off. I, th- I think it'd be two one to Liverpool. I don't think it's going to be a riot, but I do think they just they just look a way more professional team at the moment. It's just that back four. They're winning ugly. Winning. I know, I know. But Man City aren't 
free scoring at the moment. No, They're struggling against even the the weakest of defenses, to be honest. So I suppose. Yeah. It's just two one Liverpool is the result of the season, isn't it? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They're playing like champions. They're just growing up. They're like Alex Ferguson's United when they had players like Ashley Young and Antonio Valencia and Anderson in the team, you know. Yeah. They're, they're just getting the job done. I think that's so important. And it's something that... Um, it's something that um, City aren't doing right now. Yeah. They can't grind out the wins. They did it against Sheffield United, but we've talked about United's uh, struggles. Yeah. Nathan's gone big win, 4-2 Liverpool. Uh, I think that might be his red-tinted glasses, but you never know. Um, I mean, my, my Villa-tinted glasses are about to come into this final one. Yeah, we'll finish up with Arsenal-Villa. Sorry, mate, I have to I have to go against you on this one, 2-1, I think. That's fair. If we were having this conversation three weeks ago, maybe I'd give you a chance, but I just think Arsenal got the, got the quality and Villa are a bit shakier than they were before. We are, but there's got to be... A fight back at some point. Well, so, has that though? Because you went months without a fight at all last season. Yeah, right, true. But <laughs> my heart refuses to accept there won't be one at some point. So I, once again, am refusing to bet against Villa out of sheer principle, um, rather than actual any kind of logic. Uh, I genuinely like headwise think you're right i do think arsenal are just that little bit better than us but you know we went there needing a win last year and we got it so why why not why not well it's a shame nathan's not here because he would explain why not considering he said three nil arsenal so yeah what what are you going on let's finish this up with the the big claim i mean i'm intrigued gone i've got are you ready six nil seven two again Two one, okay. Two one. That's yeah, not too it's, crazy. It's not too crazy. It's it's basically based on the fact that Jack Grealish is in the form of his life and is trying to single-handedly drag yeah. Villa to results. Yeah. And I know Bellerin's like amazing going forwards, but I can just see Jack ripping. Yeah, the it's a weak spot for sure. Um, and I I can't see Arsenal like Arsenal's right hand side going forwards like actually covering enough to be able to stop him like. Everybody has tried this year so far and everybody has failed. So I can see him just like slapping home one and then setting up the second with some random person scoring like Douglas Louise or something stupid. Uh, obviously we'll concede, but I think Martinez will be in like out there with a point to prove. So he'll be in the form that we bought him on as well. He'll be just like saving everything that comes at him. Well, on that bombshell, we'll finish up by saying that at the moment, Nathan is in the lead on eight oh, points. Chris and, Chris and I are on five. Basically, if we get the result right, uh, the result is in win, loss or draw, you get a point. If you get the exact scoreline right, you get the three points. And that's what Nathan did in the something game. <laughs> two two no Wolves. We both predicted yeah. that Wolves would sweat out a 1-0. Yeah, and then scored twice. Close, close. Yeah, yeah those so... big scores. So, join us next week to see how we did this time around. Let us know what you think. If we, if you think we're a bunch of idiots, let us know because we used that sort of abuse. And <laughs> um, and catch Chris on BBC West Midlands whenever he goes on it. He'll tweet it out, I'm sure. Um, at what's your uh, at at CM King four hundred. There we are. 
See you on the next one. Thank you for joining us and uh, goodbye. Bye. Bye.